0: Hi everyone, welcome to the Palava podcast. This week I have a really special guest. Actually, it's taken a while for us to plan this, but this is Jay, yeah. and Jay runs Mukasi Chic, which is has been around almost fifteen years. Fifteen years, yeah. But I'll, I remember a story of when I first interacted with Mukasi Chic, and I wonder if you remember it. Hmm. It was twenty fifteen. And you just opened your place in Usu. And I remember coming in with Mina. And it was the first time that we'd ever experienced it. I think I'd seen it on Instagram. And I was like, oh, let's go check this place out. And so I went and checked it out. And we ordered anguamo. And it was amazing. And I was so blown away because my dad used to make anguamo with salted beef. And I'd never had it anywhere else. And it was literally the first time I tasted it since because he's no longer around but he made it and it was so nostalgic for me and I was like oh my god this is amazing and then since then I've just been following you and 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 following what you've been doing and so I'm really intrigued and really happy to finally find out more about Jay so tell us a bit about yourself where you grew up um and what's got you to that maybe 2015
1: point (laughs) Thank you for having me on your podcast. I know it's been a while back and forth, but finally we are here, so it's good, good, good. So yeah, my name is Jay, government name Joyce. (laughs) Oh, I did not know that. I know. Does anyone know
0: that? No. No. Okay. I like this. I like this. This is how we will keep going on this podcast. Yeah, we'll keep
1: going. So I went to a big Girls, went to association, went to a big Girls. Um, lived with parents who were very strict but at the same time very open to different experiences Okay. so my parents were business people they travelled around the world a lot so I think my first interaction with food would be eating things from Italy or Thailand or Mm -hmm. the US or the UK because every time they travelled they would bring me something back what's something you remember from one of those
0: places like something that really stuck out
1: for you I think i have a few okay i think the very first one with them my dad really used to like um roast potatoes and okay. steak and when i went to, it was a problem for me because when i went to secondary school like people wouldn't eat my food because they, were, they weren't used to the kind of food that i would eat in, in secondary school in secondary so school. what would you take to secondary school so when he comes to visit he would bring like mini ice chests of different mm-hmm. things, and they would say, "I like what is this?" Because in secondary school, you're expecting like jollof, yeah, yeah, rice yeah. and stew. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, my dad would make a whole pot of like spaghetti and put in a whole pot of stew and put the spaghetti in. Nice. That's all I knew until I went there and I was like, "No." <laughs> so you got, in- <laughs> so you got not- introduced to jollof in secondary. School? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. jollof was not even a thing in my house. Wow. No, at all. It's not. It was not. Not. I don't remember even it being christmas or no like we wow had, that's so cool though yeah, like we had weird kind of things noodles from thailand strange strange things i think i didn't know what i was eating then but yeah. i always kind of found it very interesting and you yeah. enjoyed it oh yeah yeah, yeah. I did. I, my dad will always tell a story of you know where he bought this from and what it's like that's
0: really dope yeah. though to have that like food experience that is not of so heavily of your culture. So many yeah. people are just used to like, yeah, we had jollof, we had this, we had this. Yeah. But for you to have that is really cool. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, <laughs> cool. Nice. <laughs> so is- yeah, I did grow up on a lot of food because mm-hmm. he was an, my dad was an amazing cook. My stepmom was. Yeah, I grew up with a lot of food around me. Yeah, so Aburi, So you went to Aburi Girls, and then did you Girls. stay in Accra after yes, Aburi Girls. I did stay in Accra <coughs> after Aburi Girls. I went to University of Ghana. Okay, to be honest, I never really thought I should go outside Accra. Like okay. I didn't have that thought. Like I want to go to Kumasi. I wasn't. No, I never really had that. Not even like outside of Ghana Not even either. Outside of Ghana, no. like it. It was never. Yeah, that's strange actually. <laughs> about it. Like it was never a thing that we discussed that oh when when you finish secondary mm-hmm. school you go to uni abroad. I think it was just like, Oh, you can go for vacations if you want and I think also because of my grandfather, like who is a very strict um He's a very strict educationist, let okay. me say that. So, like, he believes that everybody should go to school. So, like, yeah. the standard for everybody in the family is, like, do your masters kind of thing. Okay. And he's, <laughs> he, he believes that you can do that in Ghana. Yeah. So, he's really, like, against, why you why do you, you have, have to yeah, travel you, out? Yeah. You didn't be here. You da, 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 da. Even mm. if you can and give back to your parents but you, bring them to Ghana. That's, like, his style. <laughs> so, I think that's where everybody... And ended up yeah. having the education here. But it
0: works. Yeah, it works. And so University of Ghana, once you finish, finished, did you do a master's?
1: No, I'm not. I don't think I'm going to do <laughs> it. Your grandfather's so like, many mm. Yeah, he's still having that conversation, <laughs> really? but I don't think I'm, I'm not going to do it. How that. many years later are you still having this conversation? He's still having this conversation. Like, oh, you know, he has this conversation at dawn. He wakes you up at dawn. He's like, hey, you know, I just want to talk about your education. I'm thinking that you should do your mom I'm like, No. We've had this conversation so many times. Wow. Yeah, but that's impressive that he's still persisting yeah, he about is, it. And I've kind of explained to him the reason why I don't want to do my master's right now and I don't even think right now it's necessary. He mm. he understands sometimes, mm. but I think when he sleeps on it and then you know, he comes back to say, let me try and see if this is going. <laughs> We'll change but, her mind. <laughs> so,
0: yeah. so after university, what was your sort of next step? What was your thinking? Did you know what you were going to do or did you sort of just stumble?
1: Hmm. So I've always had an interest in production, which okay. is like <coughs> T V radio productions. And when I was in uni there was this gentleman that I knew who liked me. And he would <laughs> and he was a year ahead or two years ahead. And he got this job at a marketing company called EXP. It's a South African yep. company. Yep. And he came to tell me, you know, I have this job, I work here. And and it's something that I do all the time. When I, you have a conversation with me and I don't understand what you said or I don't know what you said, I immediately go to Google. Mm-hmm. It's something I do all the time, whether mm-hmm. on phone or... So I went to Google I was like, eee, this guy works here. <laughs> so to be honest, I was thinking, ah, maybe I should just date this guy. because. So I asked him that, can I do my service there? He says, oh, I'll get back to you. Like, I have a big position in the office hey. kind of thing. <laughs> this guy never back, got back to me. But God being so good, I went for... I think one of those uni things that you follow your friends and you go somewhere mm-hmm. i think i did something like that and i met this gentleman there i think Mohammed, if i remember and then he said what do you want to do after uni and i said i would love to join a company blah 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 he said oh okay my brother he said his brother mm-hmm. also did the same course that i did and is the country manager for a company called exp oh wow yes <laughs> And I said, what? I want to, like, I want to work there during mm-hmm. vacation. He said, are you serious? I said, yeah. He said, okay, take his card. I'll mm-hmm. tell him that you come around. So I remember we're three ladies. We went there during vacations. It was hard. It was can 2000. Wow. It was 2008 or something of a sort. And they were working that project. They were working so that So you were project. interning it on that. It was crazy. Wow. I'm not even kidding. Like, they were working that project. It was insane. <laughs> And then actually, We went back to school The two ladies Didn't come back The next I went back To EXP I went back Nice I went back Did my service Got retained I worked there for Five six years Oh wow And then yeah Was
0: the guy who you liked Was he was he still there Yeah
1: <laughs> So when you <laughs> the got there day you know, he, saw me, I was he was like, like What How did he you make like, it here w- Yeah He didn't ask me And we didn't talk about it I mean it's, it's not <laughs> your business We all work here now So I never, to, I never even told my parents this. That's the best, yeah. uh, We're best comeback. <laughs> We're all there doing the work. <laughs> yeah. so That's um, amazing. Yeah. I got into marketing. They do below the line marketing. Yeah. So I got into marketing, client service side, you know, did a lot of brand work, activations, mm. um, events, did all that. Mm-hmm. And then I also did like a month at, because usually when you're in brand work, there's a below the line. Above the line, yeah. Above the line and there's the little things at the sides, you know, and and I wanted, because for most client service or people who work in marketing, the dream is almost like to go to the client side. Okay, okay. So So
0: eventually, like, you're working with the agency, but can you
1: work with the client? So you're telling the agency what to do. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's the, the, like, the the dream dream all the time. So they work in the marketing side, they know Mm -hmm. a lot of, and then they move to the client side. But then I wanted to have, like, 360 knowledge. So I went to I, I went to do some work at Incel. Okay. I did a little production based on what I had learned in school. I left Incel and then I did I worked with my friends Kojo Poku. Okay, yeah, for, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for a couple of years as well. Just to so mm-hmm. have the knowledge about everything else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then um I think I decided to leave and start my business when I was with Kojo.
0: What what year I was, was that?
1: Oh my God, I don't Is that big ideas, that. you yeah, mean? Big ideas. Okay. I don't know. What
0: remember. year would that be? Because that would be like 20, 2015. I was still
1: working on Big
0: Ideas. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So 2015. Yeah, so then, when did you, set, did
1: you decide that? I think that, it was okay. like end of 2016 or 2017. Okay. Yeah. What triggered that for you?
0: Because I, I know for me, like when I decided to leave my job and start my own agent, start my own company or working for myself, it was really scary. But I know that I just need to do this. Okay. So did you have that kind of moment <laughs> or were you just like, I'm tired? <laughs>
1: so i'm a risk taker like i think Mm. sometimes i even think it's it's very bad it's too much (laughs) yeah it's too much (laughs) i really really love to start from the ground Mm -hmm. up i feel like i can make it happen anybody can do it i can make it happen so i was really enjoying my work at big ideas you know they are personal friends of mine so i was really really into that but then i think along the line i realized that I was also getting very interested in food as well, Mm. and I was thinking, you know, we are growing, (laughs) and you might as well be all involved in what you want. Yeah. So there wasn't any confirmation by dream or anything. Mm. I just woke up one morning. I was like, I'm done. Yeah. And I I remember, I remember Kojok calling me to his office and saying are you sure about this I think you have you have a great career here you, you, you know that. I was like and I remember asking him that. do you remember when he used to make your t-shirts like that's how he started his company yeah. to make printed t-shirts he said yes I said so that's the same thing I'm going to do he yeah. said I think it's a bad idea I said oh. it's, it's fine yeah But I'm leaving. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, regardless, (laughs) I'm going. Yeah. (laughs) And we've still maintained a great, great friendship over the years. Yeah.
0: And so you went all in. What did that look like? Was that continuing what you were doing in Osu! Or how did you decide? Obviously, then Instagram comes along, all these things sort of happen. How, what's the sort of process for you?
1: So I didn't have a plan, to be honest. Yeah. I, mean, I didn't have a plan. Did I? I didn't have money. <laughs> yeah, Same here, girl. I think girl. all I had was the, 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 <laughs> the last idea. salary yeah. and the idea. But basically, when I started the restaurant you came to, which was mm-hmm. called She Brews, yeah, the idea was to have a coffee shop. Was it She Brews? Yeah. yeah, that's what it was called, She
0: Because I remember it being... So, when did Mukazi She come Mukazi was in? just my name. Well, and I, okay. But I
1: never used it as my business name. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, I used that to blog and vlog yes, and whatnot. Yes, 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 yes. But then the restaurant was called she Brews. Okay. Because I always wanted to have a coffee shop and I still do want mm-hmm. to. So, I was like, okay, a lady who brews coffee. hmm mm-hmm. And then, um, I bought a coffee maker, blah, blah, blah. And then the next thing I knew, I'm doing Banco and Anguamuwe. <gasps> and things like that. <laughs> how do you go from coffee to Banco and I have no go. idea how that happened, but all I know is that... The coffee shop lasted for, like, three weeks. The next thing I know, like, I'm a restaurant that sells <laughs> local, food. local food. Like, I have no idea what happened. Was there you know. demand for it? There must have been people asking you or something. Um, I mean, the food was, was. amazing, was. no? But I mean... <laughs> Honestly, maybe there was maybe something happened, and I said, "Let me just try something," because to be honest, based on the story that I told you, also growing up, yeah. um, the only time we would eat local food, which was like a lot of fufu, because my parents love fufu, <laughs> and then when we go to school, like they would give us like yeah. pack lunch, mm-hmm. and my stepmom always made sure that it was. Um, local food yeah. when we are going to school, yeah. but there were some things that I I think I didn't experience. Okay, you know I didn't have that going to the market, eating a like, and mm-hmm, things mm-hmm. I never had that as a mm-hmm. child. Even Angwamu, I don't remember ever and having it as a child. Oh wow! It. So I think I was using that time to also experiment mm-hmm. and you know kind of pick all the things that I I knew that I didn't know okay. to try to cook to try to eat to try to ask questions about yeah. it. so it was me like exploring yeah, yeah, exploring and like projecting the results on, on everybody mind. else <laughs> yeah. well the results are
0: great so that's that's fantastic yeah and so then you were in Osu and then what what sort of happened
1: after that like where did you because you closed down yeah, Osu at I did some point down. I was in Osu I did close down Osu and then I got a bigger space and I moved to another space in Osu okay and, um, you know, which I also close down. Mm-hmm. I have a habit of closing down restaurants. <laughs>
0: <but>. <laughs> Why? Are you just yeah. like I love the idea of putting it up, but once it's up. I'm not so keen.
1: <laughs> you No, know, no, no, no. Actually, I love that it's app, but I also believe that um, as a young business person with in Ghana with literally no support, yeah. when you're running a business and you feel like you have to tweak it and re-strategize, yeah. nothing should stop you from doing that. Yeah. I'm not going to open a business and not make money and just say, oh, I have a restaurant. No, mm-hmm. I don't believe in that. Yeah, yeah.
0: So if it wasn't making sense, you were willing yeah, to cut it, it out and sense. then move. Yes. Yeah.
1: Unfortunately um, for me, those ones made sense, which yeah. is great. Yeah. But I left the second location Because the rent was, and at that time I was paying like a thousand five hundred dollars. I'm not even gonna lie, wow, this has not been something I've been spoken about before, yeah. So it was a lot of money, that's a lot of money, even now it's a lot of money, it's still a lot of money. I mean, the rate was lower, but but it's still a lot of money. So I had to, I remember having a discussion with my accountant, then Selassie, and she said, If you could find a cheaper place, mm. and then we found a cheaper place, yeah. yeah, and then we went to Ajinkano, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then we also started doing the same thing. So now, how
0: many locations do you have? Do you have any, or are you trying to just maintain your... Because you've got Mukasi as like restaurants, and then you've got that... You've also got your catering. Yeah. So what, what did you find with the catering side? The wedding demands or the private right. event demands? How did so, that sort of...
1: So, um, when I started catering, I think... I didn't even know that the industry was the catering industry was what it was. Mm -hmm. You know, people just booked me because they liked the food and they liked what they saw. Mm -hmm. And just like I was putting my normal recipes on Instagram, I would do the same for catering. Mm -hmm. So people then realized that oh, you can actually put pictures and videos and stuff Mm -hmm. of catering. Mm -hmm. That's and those times it was easy. I mean, Mm -hmm. it was like shopping dishes, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. good food. Mm -hmm. That was it. That That was it. it. Yep. (laughs) Um, So I started doing that, and over the years, I think. There are times when I concentrate on that, and there are times when I don't concentrate on that. What has happened to the business is it's evolved. Mm. So, for right now, Mukasa is the umbrella. Mm-hmm. We have Anaju mm-hmm. which is the Wache business yeah. that works at night.
0: Apparently, it just it kills it.
1: <laughs> I still haven't tried it yet. <laughs> you,
0: I'm going to have to call have you. To, and deliver to sure deliver yes, some to me, please.
1: Yes, yes. <laughs> so, you know, Wachi is running great on yeah. its own. I just leave it like that. Amazing. And then we recently opened and closed. Yes. The book. <laughs> The buffet one. So yeah. The buffet one is always an idea that I've had. I saw something like that in mm-hmm. Nigeria, and mm-hmm. also because when you break it down, mm-hmm. which is um, which is me breaking down everything because I think over the past years I've gathered some experience mm. in this industry mm-hmm. where I'm able to understand things. So yeah. if you break how we sell food in Ghana or in Africa, it's mm-hmm. actually a buffet. Yeah. You it go is. and buy a watch. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it's, it's a buffet. Is just, that it yeah, just that they're serving it for you. Yeah. Just that they're serving it for you. So once I saw that, that's like. This should work. Mm. And I've always wanted to do that. But unfortunately, let me just say, we have some issues with the building. Mm-hmm. And I don't... It's kind of like a mm. court case right now. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It will sub To be continued. I will
0: find <laughs> out what happens... And ask Jay to send yeah, me a voice note and just be like, guys, this is the update on Mukasi Chik, so we can all go back to East or, or, not. Yeah, or not. One,
1: one, one way or yeah, the but, other. But I'm really, really happy that I got the idea to work. Mm-hmm. Um, I fully It's understand like a proof of concept. Exactly. <clears throat> I fully understand what I wanted to do. Yeah. I saw it work. Mm. People loved do it. Do you still want to do it? I will do it if I get... I think the only thing that's hindering me now is getting the right place. Please. Yeah, I feel like that's Ghana, though, isn't yeah. it? It's just we like have, Ghana. you know, we got our machines. that get in the right place. Mm. If I get the right place, we'll, we'll continue. Mm-hmm. But if I don't get the right place, which mm. I also think like a lot of entrepreneurs, do you want a place? You find a place. Oh, it's beautiful. Na 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 na. But <laughs> it, it it really has an impact on the business. Yeah. You know. Yeah. The right place. Yep. Right place. The right right landlord, energy. Right, Like it's really, and this is from someone who has five or more landlords. I'm telling you. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's true. It's very important. So I yeah. think this, that lesson taught me to be able to insist on, and those are things that I, I will take forward. Like mm-hmm. when I go and find a place, I will literally have to take a couple of months to make sure it's the right Yeah, thing. The energy of the landlord. Yeah, I think people underestimate that. It's like when you're
0: hiring staff, finding the right people and I over the years learned about hiring stuff and it's the same way you have to pick anyone I think that's working with you I have my rules it's like you do one day with me it's like a test day on site and I see because you can see a lot from people just from Mm. like them being at an event on one day Mm. so one day you'll do a day with me then after that you'll do a week with me so i can see you in the office and you start making excuses about (laughs) lateness then i know that okay you you may not be cut out for this and then if you pass the week you do a month okay and then your month is part of your three-month probation like i'm very like i I I break it down yeah because what i found was happening to me was i was i was hiring people then i'm stuck with them for a month and the first two weeks they've just been making excuses then when they get on site they're not doing anything. Yeah. They're not proactive. Whatever. So I was like, let me reverse this. Like this is your process. You can steal And also
1: because for entrepreneurs who's, like our work is, I won't say based on, but we use social media as a catalyst for our business. People want to work with you because of what they see. Yes. But they don't know that if you're having an event for someone, you're not necessarily. Going live on the event, you are posting what you want people to mm-hmm. see. Mm-hmm. So they come in and say, "Oh, I want to work with Frances, I want to work with mukasi I'm mm-hmm. sure there'll be food all day. I'm sure there'll be just day. And they come in and realize that it's a real You're, struggle. you're working till four AM, honey. Yeah, it's a real struggle. You come yeah. in and realize that oh crap, like this <laughs> one is not even nice. You know, then it hits. Yeah, I, I it's that true. And the then yeah. it hits them that this is not what I thought that- it would be. Because if, for instance, yeah. when I go and cater. And we are catering. Mm. My staff, I don't allow you to touch the food. It's no, not yours. It's not yours. You want to eat? We we'll will eat. Giving you staff food, food. Yep. And we'll go. Don't go. if I catch you, you hide anywhere. Drink water. Drink if you want to drink water, you tell me, I'll tell the event, can we have some water? They'll give us some water. Yeah. People don't understand that. They think, oh, you know, she's trying, but it doesn't work that way. No. You can't be hoarding. You, have to have, to you and, have to have your rules. You have to have your rules. You know, rules. things yeah. like that. And people are always, they always find it a little funny because they think, oh, it's food and there should be food there all the time. No. No. If there's food there all the time, then it means it's a profit that you are, <laughs> you are chopping. That's <laughs> yeah. what it is. It's true.
0: I know so. it's so interesting and I think that's one of the things about, I think, different industries and catering industry is very tied into the events industry. But it's the one thing that, I know in Jamdra we've really tried to create boundaries for our team, for our staff, but also for our vendors, right? And say, look, when we're on site, you know, because sometimes we'll buy food for our staff, but then the vendors haven't bought food for their staff. So then they're like, well, are you guys not buying food for us? And I didn't realize that you <laughs> expected me to buy food for all your team as well. You know, and I'm just like... I, so who's money because yeah. it's all money, but yeah. you think that I'm making the most money. So yeah. I should pay yeah. for everybody's food. It doesn't yeah. work like that. Yeah. So we're still trying to figure out the best like system. There yeah. are events where we know we're just going to have to put food
1: out for everyone that's yeah. there because food always becomes a fight. Yeah. I mean, I get a lot of backlash for it and I know anybody who listened to this will still, but I still stand my ground. The reason is that I think a lot of events, people, sorry, a lot of mm. like food people, mm-hmm. and even for some caterers, mm. um, they don't really sit down to calculate yeah. what the cost per head it for is, this event. Yeah. It's like, oh, I charge a client fifteen thousand, then I use five thousand, so I have ten thousand. Okay, it's great, but then <laughs> there are so many other things mm-hmm. involved. Like if we, if if I was catering for a client and I have to use six bags of rice, and because the number is like a little more, I'm mm. using six and a half, so I'll buy seven bags. Now mm. the half is. That, that's my money. Mm-hmm. Like people don't understand. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's so many other calculations that you need yeah. to do, like fuel, the people who are standing, cooking, all mm-hmm, those things. Mm-hmm. And so if people I even so give you the true cost, people don't. <coughs> yeah, people don't actually calculate the true cost. And what happens is, and it happens all the time when we go for events. And I know that like vendors, but I'm always trying to explain to them that like put yourself in the shoes of the clients. Mm-hmm. We are we are catering for hundred people. Mm-hmm. Your people are like six. The next one, five. The next one, three. The next Mm -hmm. one, two. Mm -hmm. Now, you all want to eat before the party is over. You've taken like 20 heads of my head. Mm -hmm. Who's going to pay for that? I mean, I will gladly make an allocation Mm -hmm. for that or if the client wants to, which I think we should insist, which I do now. I mean, Mm -hmm. there are things I've learned and I'm still learning. Now, but I, I still don't think thing. it's the client's
0: job to pay for
1: vendors. It is not food. the client's job. It's yeah. not the client. You can make
0: an allocation, yeah, but yeah. it's not
1: the client's job. Mm. But I suggest it because yes, I know this for welfare. Is yes, definitely. Say, okay, do you? Their clients have said me said to me point blank, yeah. Jay, I've paid the photographer. Please, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah yeah."
0: And yet, Which is also fair though, anything. because for me as a supplier or a vendor, if you're putting if you're coming to an event. I expect that when you're thinking about full costs, you're thinking about the cost of your team on site and therefore including food, drink, and things. So when you come and I've hired you as the event coordinator, you shouldn't even be coming to me for food and drink. Yeah. Like you should have sorted out because I know that's how I operate. Yeah, I don't ask anyone else to look after my team. Yeah. I'm looking after my team. Yeah. And a lot of the times I realize that we are very much the only people who are ending up looking after our team on yeah. site because everyone else everyone is just else. like... So then they're coming to us, oh, can we have some extra food? And if we have extra, we give it to them, we'll we'll give it to people. But I think, and we do try and do a welfare for the client and say, look, if there's this many people, can we have a welfare budget for for people on site, for crew on site? But it's a very interesting dynamic. I feel like, hey, food in this country, (laughs) in buffets, people always overpile their plates. Like, how do you deal with... Just, there's a vendor side, but even just guest side of managing how they interact with food. People always feel like it's going to finish.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think one of the things that I also do is to have, like, real conversations with my clients. And even, like, when it comes to, I know that's this funny thing that they say on Twitter. Like, when you go to a wedding, they can just say, please, a fish, you get one fish, or, you know. (laughs) But that's the honest truth. Like, it's conversations that you have with clients and say, this per head, how do you want it? Do you yeah. want people to have access to everything? Mm-hmm. Is it an, an all thing mm. or is it an anything? Mm. If it's an anything, I can pick anything. If mm-hmm. it's an all thing, mm. like this or that. Mm-hmm. And people need to understand because, to be honest, like having an event, the cost with all the other things that come is, is quite expensive. Yeah. So people need to understand. They are you know, People will fight with you. People will bring takeaways. People <laughs> bring that. I ask my clients. Yeah. Um, do you want takeaways? Mm. Do you want takeaway for your mother-in-law, blah, blah, blah? Oh, I do. Then we make allocation for that. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to give your uncles and take like, no. <laughs> and I, so when I'm going, I, yeah, if I bring a takeaway, I hide it somewhere. <laughs> and it's not because, you know, I don't want to, but I'm putting myself in the shoes yeah. of the client. Yeah. So. You're
0: protecting the client, basically. Yes. You're doing what they've asked. So
1: I, I do a calm explanation of what it is, usually. I kind of do a calm explanation <laughs> of what it is. And, uh, so have me. you had any, like, have you had oh. any? Yeah. Like fights. Oh people. yes. <laughs> oh yes. I mean I always have fights. Like <laughs> no there's always that thing. There's always that thing. And um with with their guests, right? Not yeah, with the clients. Not with the clients. <clears throat> the clients I remember this is so funny. I did an event. Was it last year? Yeah. And I had just traveled and I just, let's say I came on Monday. My friend was like, oh, my auntie really wants to get, I was like, I'm jet lag, I'm tired. It's yeah. like, no, no, no. So I said, okay, we catered, we, the event was 100 people. Mm. We went in there, there were elderly women mm. and men. So we had fufu and blah, blah, mm. they were coming, serve yourself, choose mm. whatever meat you mm. want. Mm. I mean, And then I'm there and the celebrant's daughter comes to whisper in my ears, please, you have to give them one more meat. The important people are not here yet. And this were like so they paid for hundred and this were fifty people sitting there. See, I was so confused. I didn't even know what to do. I was like, "What?" I said, "Yeah, the butter people who are not here yet, so you cannot be allowing them to take meat too." And the- <laughs> I was just so confused. So I said, "Okay, then should we serve them?" She said, "Yes." So we started serving, then she came. She came with like big bowls and stuff, like the Important people will go up there, they are like 30, so start packing the stuff. And I'm like, Your guests are still coming. Like, I've served at that time, I didn't even serve like a hundred people because I usually use the plates. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I use the plates so that I'm sure of what I've done, mm-hmm. so I use the plates and then I can bring more mm-hmm. plates. I like, We've already served a hundred, so what kind of what food do you want for the people? The VI, <laughs> the, I don't know, the I don't important, mean, these, importance these people. important people. He's like, Yeah, my, my father's friend. Blah, blah. So I said, Okay, guys, don't worry about it, whatever is left, just. Pack it for mm-hmm. them. So we pack it for them. They are carrying, like, bowls and trays of food. And the next thing I see, she's, like, opening my eyes chest and stuff. I'm like, what's going on? She said, I want to see if there's some of the food left. <laughs> I don't so I, I said, madam, uh-uh. No, you are not allowed to do that. Like did you pay for something that I didn't offer? Yeah. Did you want something that I didn't give you? Have yeah. I given you everything that you paid for? She said, yes. And then I had to do, like, desserts. So usually I do desserts on the site. and I did some, like... Hey, people test you. Yeah, I did some, like, fried donuts and stuff, yeah. and she, she comes to carry everything, and she goes to eat, she tastes and she comes, and she goes, oh, my God, they are so good. Can you do some more? I said, but I just, you just picked everything. She said, yeah, um, we have some flour and milk and stuff in the house, so let them bring some more so at that point i was like please can you stop packing my stuff you know it's crazy it's crazy and she still was upset after seven like 150 160 why people. are you supposed to just have uh, like yeah. unlimited because food? because <clears throat> that's the mentality of a lot of people when you're a cage you're supposed to do magic <laughs> people forget that even hotels when you go for camp. buffet in hotels yeah. it's catering yeah they are not, it's a hotel, but they are catering. Yeah. So it's the same thing that I'm doing for you. It's a cup. Yeah. So you cannot go to a hotel and say, please, their food split it into two and give this one. It doesn't work like that. But people think that when you're a caterer, wow. you have to do magic. People think you have to go an extra mile because mm. in their minds, they've given you 5,000. But even if they went to buy the things themselves, it would have been just like thousand. So what is it? You have like four thousand. So why are you, why are you hoarding the money and not giving us the food, without thinking of electricity, gas, workers, all those things? You know your branding. You have a lot of you. patience. I try, so,
0: <laughs> because if it was me, <clears throat> it's like how and everybody knows this. I say that all the time. I don't plan weddings. It's a very yes. clear thing. Yeah. Everybody knows. Anyone who knows me <laughs> is very clear on it. But it's so interesting because I would have started just demarcating how and very clear.
1: Here's a manual. This is how we work. Yeah. If your people get upset, yeah. then. yeah. Uh, I think it's one of the things that, I mean, to be honest, like one of the things that I've been, I've always had in mind and picked from you is that I want to get to a point where i will cater for just like corporate events mm. i don't know how that's gonna happen but it's one of the things that i have interesting one of the things because oh, uh, of how you've seen me yeah, just only do yeah, one because yeah, it's one okay. of the things that it's one of the things that i've always thought i like mm. niche businesses yeah it's one of the things that i've always thought like how do i gear get, it towards gear it, yeah, corporate be able to offer mm. the kind of things that because even for me like, offering love and blah, 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 it's boring for me. Mm. If it wasn't for the money, to be yeah. honest, like, I wouldn't be... That's yeah. not my style. You want to do things that are
0: different? You want to yeah. create some noodles and yeah. some spaghetti so like, and some,
1: <laughs> Go back into your childhood. And yeah, and- like, I have some clients <clears throat> who give me, like, the leader, Like, yeah. who just let me, like, you know, go and yeah. like, oh, what do you want? We want that. I'm like, okay, don't worry. Yeah. And I love doing those kind yeah. of events.
0: You know, I, I get to experiment. You them know them, what them. I find in, in terms of... Getting to that point, because when I started out, people were like, you have to do weddings, funerals, birthday parties, and rentals in order to make money in the events industry. And I was like, I'm not doing any of that. So if any means I'm gonna be broke for the first however many years, I'm going to be stubborn about it. And I had a similar situation where people would be like, that's a bad idea. Yeah. You really need to start. You really need to do this. And I find that the more you focus on the thing that you want to be good at, yeah. the more you'll start to create things that work for that industry. And the more jobs you'll get in that industry. Yeah. Do you, do you, yeah. you almost have to do that switch focus. Okay, what am I developing? Mm-hmm. What is it that they want? Do they want catering in their offices? Okay, yeah. fine. Do they want for their parties? Like, how yeah. do I really gear and present the brand so that it really works for yeah. them which is yeah you just have to be tunnel vision about it
1: yeah i mean try um, i love to experiment yeah so why yeah. not so we'll take it on and see what's much. your favorite
0: bit though is it the restaurants is it the catering wow. like which it's, do you prefer or, or is it just teaching, experimenting? Educa- okay. like
1: educating people about food practices mm-hmm. like local cuisine and um, teaching people recipes and do you do classes Yes, I do class. Tell us. (laughs) I probably need to come for (laughs) a (laughs) few. So I used to do like cooking classes with Soka like every Christmas Mm -hmm, usually mm -hmm, for those who are coming in and all of that. Now I offer like one on one classes, but it still Mm -hmm. depends. Mm -hmm. I have a set studio that I work from, but it's in my home, so Mm -hmm. I don't allow anybody to come in there. Yeah. But basically going back to what you asked, I love that. I get to talk to people about food, mm-hmm. explain to them what our ingredients means, why we eat, what mm-hmm. we eat, why people in the north eat what they mm. eat, and different from those in the south. Mm-hmm. I love to talk at seminars all around. Didn't you have a YouTube channel with? Isn't it Kim? Was it? Oh yeah, 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 Kim and I had a show. We had a YouTube. So I have my own YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, we are creating a, some content right now for nice. that, uh, but basically the objective. The reason why all these food things started, mm. and that's why I'm going back to basics, mm. is because I was interested and curious in understanding why we eat what we eat. Mm-hmm. So, the catering and all those things, to mm. be honest, I feel like they are like just side hustles. Because hustles, yeah. Yeah. if you want to live on your passion, you need to have money. You cannot yeah. be talking in some way in UK and come back and you're eating Gary. No, <laughs> you have to. <laughs> so. I do all those things because I need the money, an income, yeah, an income, and also because of my workers. I think one of the reasons why I work is because of my workers. I don't want them out of a job.
0: Same. (laughs) Interesting, because there's many times I'm like, can I quit? Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, but then there's eight people who don't have a job. Yeah.
1: Okay, we'll go another day. <laughs> we'll go another day. Yeah, I do that a lot, but I really enjoy teaching. I enjoy having like culinary mm. conversations. So, do
0: you think that's the next thing for you? I have been doing that all these. Because when everyone sees you as the brand, the yeah. the main thing is sort of like the catering and the, yeah. like all the businesses. And I I wonder whether there's a opportunity to really say, okay, now everybody knows me for that. How you like closing things down and opening <laughs> things up? you have another thing where it's really just about because because a lot of people are making money from it these days like yeah. so you look at Selassie, yeah. Medunu, you look at Midunu, binta, binta i mean yeah. they're really they're yeah. going all over the world yeah. teaching people about our ingredients yeah. and for me i don't see why you shouldn't do the same thing in your own way in yeah. the way that you want to
1: yeah i mean this this is <coughs> it's interesting it's a conversation like binta and always have had like binta and i mm. have always had um, and I think it's great, and I really love what they're doing. The difference is half of my mind is mm. also my money and my workers. Yeah, and no, you can still keep them doing oh, yeah. the what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's great. And um, what I'm doing now is to put together a proper strategy mm. because I don't want to go out and then think about home or think about what's going home. Yeah, yeah. it's a business I you see have what you're think saying, Yeah, but you have to make sure that the systems are in place yes so i'm putting things in place builds a set kitchen yeah and um, what i do every year every year i try to have a fellowship mm-hmm. so i have a cleaner i did last year in for france for size on 2020 2022 2022 right 2022, yes 2022, yes i forget to yes <laughs> and then i go for like international festivals nice. and stuff mm. so that i do that every year and, and this year i would do another one just to make sure that i also have access to mm-hmm. people who are interested in learning what we are learning mm-hmm. put ourselves out there mm-hmm. so it's i don't know whether it's interesting mm-hmm. that i find myself in like different aspects of the food industry but mm-hmm. that's what makes me thrive yeah that's me yeah. i can't like do one thing at the same yeah, time yeah. i have to be able to like do different things yeah. at different times so, so so what what
0: what is next for you? What do you feel like is like it's twenty twenty two, COVID happened. I mean, how did you how did you survive COVID? Um, were you cool with that? Did COVID, it work?
1: Yeah, it were. I mean COVID watches started because of COVID. Okay. I wanted to eat watching in the evening I <laughs> Couldn't find anywhere I go gone. I said, Hey, let me open my watches for myself. Shut Shut up. Up.
0: <laughs> that, nice. That's how
1: Nice. that's how most of my things happened. So yeah, COVID was hard uh good luckily enough i didn't lay anybody off yeah so, nice um yeah i'm so what's going what's what's going to happen i think yeah i'm going to put a lot more content out okay i'm going to have more a lot more educational mm. opportunities um yeah like just taking the strategy and running away mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. It. see in in this in what we do in that side of the business there are two things: either stay authentic or not. Mm-hmm. There's no like in between. Mm-hmm. Because you stay authentic, it's also very important to find opportunities to be able to show this authenticity mm-hmm. and so, innovate and innovate. So it's yeah. not like you are there and someone is going to call you and say, "Oh Jay, your eyes are so beautiful. Can you come and let's talk?" No, it's based on like what the impact you've made mm-hmm. just in terms of all Yeah, because and all those because pieces. you have That's as well like, in your own.
0: way and that's why I so that's why I'm doing this podcast as well to be able (laughs) to interview people like you because around 2015 that's when because of Instagram and certain things there were very few people who were putting out content on food and even just and you were one I think of the first people who really started to showcase how food could be put out there and then Fiona Fiona's foods also started really putting stuff out there and it was now oh wow this is accessible for so many people and then now it's just like normal yeah Uh, and then I remember Fred uh, he did his in a way that people weren't used to seeing so then that became a thing now everybody's how can I make my food look fancy (laughs) so it's really interesting for us and that's why I ask you Around timelines because yeah. it's really interesting for me the timelines and the and the the dynamics of things because yeah. you start to see where people overlapped or where things yeah. overlapped in yeah. in in
1: our just evolution
0: of this yeah. industry and that industry. Yeah. I mean, what, of one way. of
1: the things that I do is not also it's not to bind myself with time. Hmm. Like when I put together my strategy for the year, I also think about the kind of person that I am who mm. likes to do like different things mm. all connected to this. Food industry that I want to be in, so you know, the watch it. I give time to the watch it. I give, I sit down, I do catalogs and stuff for the catering because mm-hmm. we are still, we are now coming back. Mm-hmm. So I've always said, like, How do you want to do this catering differently? Yeah, I've done it all this time. What mm-hmm. do you want to do? Mm-hmm. I don't want to look like Fred. Yeah, I love no, Fred. Yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah. look like Fiona. No, wanna do I don't want like nope. to look like Men's School. Mm-hmm. I don't look like anybody. Mm-hmm. I want it to be me. So when mm-hmm. you see my food, like, ah, it's just, I remember I did. Kitchen one time for this Naomi Campbell event or something of this sort. Nice. And I was in the kitchen and I this woman was coming. No, no, no. I know she's the one. And I was like, who is this? She came. She comes and says, I knew it was you. And I'm like, why? She said, when well, I saw the food, mm. like the way and the kind of food that you, you presented, mm. I could just tell that it was that yours, was you. which is great. So that's the kind of line that I Signature, want Signature, yeah. I want to be able to give content out. I want to talk about food, and. Um, one of the things that I'm doing recently is also paying attention to, like, festival cuisine mm-hmm. and what it does for us as a culture. Mm-hmm. So I'm currently talking to the the team who's organizing Homo War, mm-hmm, and, and I'm, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. working and writing on mm-hmm. some of the things oh, that amazing. involves food in the festival. Because, like I said, nobody's going to call you to do that, so you need to find opportunity. There are so many opportunities there, yeah. to be honest. So how do I get this written work out? Yeah. How do I get photos out? How do I get videos out? Yeah, documenting it because I don't know who's doing that. So those are the things that I enjoy Mm. that Um, It's amazing. I like
0: to do and talk about. So what do you think, and I know we're still talking about food, but in Ghana food industry or or just, and then we'll move on from food. But like, where do you think it needs to go? Do you think it's kind of stagnated? Do you find that it's a bit boring? Where do you think the Ghanaian food industry needs to go? What frustrates you about it or what do you kind of love about it?
1: I think people need to be more authentic. So when I say authentic not even in in uh, relation to ingredients but in relation to ideas I think what has happened in the what's happening now is that people do these things, or people want to go into food to be recognized internationally? Mm. And if that's an end goal, they are not doing the right thing. Mm. People, everybody wants to be like Selassie. Everybody wants yeah, to be like yeah. Ben mm-hmm. It's taken years of work. Yeah, they've been doing it for a long time. Exactly. <laughs> this is not overnight. Yes, yep. this is not overnight. There, there's there's been proposal work. Mm-hmm. There's been, and this is like from my experience of what I do. Binta yeah. and I work a lot on a lot of corporate consultations. Mm-hmm. So it's been a lot of work. Mm-hmm. It's not like, you know, you just get up and yep. staying true to what you are. Yeah. So if you are just picking ingredients and mixing them, making mm-hmm. it look in your mind fancy mm-hmm. because you are waiting for the inter- international media or whoever to mm-hmm. pick to pick up on what mm-hmm. you're doing, then no,
0: yeah. you
1: need to. There are times that people put dishes out, plated nicely, mm-hmm. When you sit back and you break it down, Mm -hmm. you know that this is not a good dish. No. You cannot make a dish just because you have um, flowers, you have tiger nuts, you have... No, 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 no. And you know, it's funny because I've been to a couple of those...
0: uh, I've been to one of those dinners and the guy was like talking about the ingredients. I said, this mushroom thing that you've just created, it's like trying too hard and it's too forced to break down cantumbre and plantain. It's like... No, yeah. don't don't so you, do you,
1: that. <laughs> you eat the dish, and it doesn't remind you of anything. Like, yeah, there's no nostalgia. No, it's no. like you're being introduced to something else that you don't even know. Yeah, that you don't even understand. Yeah. So it's a very. In- I I see a lot of it going on. It's a very yeah. interesting field, and I wish that people would just stay true and genuine mm-hmm. to them. So people take time to understand, yeah. understand why, in the northern region they eat what they eat. Yeah. Understand why. The Ashanti eat what when you have a better understanding of these ingredients, that's when you are able to bring um, it say down, even like do a innovate. substitution. I don't mm. even call it a fusion. Like do mm. a s because if you are let's say you're doing a pesto, let me mm. just use an example. Mm. I think I saw somebody post on Twitter that somebody was doing a pesto and then use contomerie instead. Mm. You can't do that. You can't do that. It's not made because of color. No. It's made because of the different flavors coming yeah. together. So but if you understand why pesto. Yeah. you see if you understand why Those who eat the pesto (laughs) make the pesto that way. Yeah, you will not. You will not do that substitution.
0: So (laughs) that's probably one of the worst combinations you can put in. People are doing strange things. So you
1: need to like fully understand. Yeah, what you want to do, where you want to go, and keep working at it. Mm. And I think it's going to go on for a while. People are really going to copy the people who are ahead of us it's always like that yeah so moving on from food just a few sort of personal
0: questions Wow. wow. (laughs) well just because as a woman working in ghana there's all kinds of experiences that we 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 kind of go through and especially as young women 30s mid-30s what have you found for you is like how do you navigate it what are the some of the things that people bring up and you have realized like okay this is how i navigate and succeed within this sort of culture what's one of the biggest things that people always i mean there's the marriage thing there's the (laughs) there's all those things that we know but like what how do you get it
1: i think yeah first of all one of the things that i find very interesting is the fact that and personally Mm. everybody thinks i have money i find it very hilarious
0: (laughs) I bet it very right on lying. it, girl. It's the same. They're like, yeah, you have money in your bank. I'm yeah, like, you know what?
1: I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll remember, take it. I remember my brother giving me a call one day and said, hey, I just want to talk to you. You have to spend your money, even if you are not spending the money. Just sh- is it, is it Mauritius or some way? Just show us. Then I'm like, listen, I don't have any. He said, let me tell you, I'm your next of kin. If you don't spend this money and you die. I'm the one spending the money on girls. And I always keep laughing. But he means it. He says it all the time. Like, you never spend the money. I'm like, where is the money? Where is it? I find it very interesting. I think it's just because, like, you've done the work. When you've, when you've done the work for so long, everybody expects that you have that kind of money. Um, but, you know, it's fun. Let's yeah. all roll with it. It's yeah. Like, no money. It'll come. It'll come. It'll come. <laughs> but I say I, I'm now called, like, sweet mommy. So I have the money. <laughs> I have the money. I'm cool. I'm cool. Uh-huh. Other things would also be the fact that they say, Ghanaians always say, when you sell food, you don't make a loss. It's one of okay. such a such a bad perception of what the food business is. Really? They think yeah. that you won't make a loss? Yeah, that's, in K- a, that's a proverb like locally that says, um-boka. you know, so everybody think that's why people are rushing to be in the food industry, because in their mind, and they will always say, With well, this inflation prices. <laughs> yes, in their minds they always say, people eat. So when you sell food, I'm sure you've heard that before, right? So when you sell food, it's like, wow. you should be making money. I remember a friend of mine telling a story, He and a story of his friend. Mm. This friend is very popular on Twitter. Like, he sells, mm. I won't be mentioning yeah. names. He sells right? <laughs> This guy always, like, see, by 12, 1 o'clock, he come and say, sold out. <laughs> Every 12, 1 o'clock, sold out. So one day, I asked my friend, hey, your friend must be doing very well. It's always... He said massive hype. Was, 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 I beg. We'll be able to put money together for him. He's not selling out anything. <laughs> but you see, it's just the pressure everybody's saying that if you Kylie see, Jenner does
0: the same thing. Kim Kardashian does yes. the same. They will release five, then they'll tell you sold out. It's true. It's so good. But they'll tell you sold out hype.
1: Then everybody wants more. Oh please. It doesn't work in this Ghana. <laughs> it doesn't work in this Ghana. Mm-hmm. But you know, a lot of people say, but that's why young people are doing food businesses and mm-hmm. actually making losses. People mm-hmm. are getting shops restaurants, cafes, or whatever. I'm make That any business money. is expensive, man. I work around East Legon area, and it's a shop. The least you get is like $400 shop, $600 shop. Mm. What are you going to sell? And there's that?
0: a lot of competition now. I like know. on every other store, there's like a cake business.
1: Yes. And we don't and a cupcake like doing business. niche businesses. Like Ghanaians don't yeah. like it. Everybody wants to do... If like you see someone selling... Someone selling like healthy food. The next day you go, they are doing. I'm like, ah, Banco and.
0: There was, there was, oh my God, there's this one place in East they First of all, they've copied and pasted the name and the logo of a very popular American show. I'm not going to put them on blast, but unless you want me to, but. So they do cakes, but they've copied the name of a very popular show. Then I was driving around, and three weeks later, they are selling Banco and tilapia. I said, ah, so are you doing. Cake, what are you doing, backwards and I
1: don't know. It's hard out there. It's like when, when <laughs> the cake is not going, you need to find something else to do. But you see, interest, there are so many things you can do. Yeah. Branching out of selling the cake. Yeah, but we're but lazy. Cake is a flour. It's a flour ingredient. You yeah. can break it down in so many. Yeah, but people
0: are people lazy. Are just, they just you know,
1: want to like, do. Oh, I'm a, I'm i I'm a jalobe. They say it's forty CDs. Mm-hmm. So me too. Let me make Jollop and do it 35. Mm-hmm. No, oh, it doesn't work like that, but that's yeah. Ghana for you. And then also, obviously, as a young female business owner, you don't have access to financial capital health, capital yeah. loans, and all those things. People remember,
0: don't realize the bootstrapping that goes into running a business in this country. Yeah, I like,
1: remember speaking to one bank. I needed a loan, and I spoke to a bank, and the boss said oh no um, I don't believe these numbers are from selling watching like you can't and they literally have to send someone to come there that night to see are you sure this is what it is from yeah and we, we have to look, go through a long process after mm-hmm. going through the long process they came back to tell me that oh we don't you know the, it's watching it's great and it's food but we don't think that you can pay that kind of it's that bad yeah. like, nobody's going to give you the money
0: banks you need to shape up and eh? this thing is just not good enough <laughs> it's not good enough. no it's yeah. just really not good enough yeah. i've been with my bank 10 years 10 or 15 years and i'm like you guys you don't give me a penny
1: yeah
0: you've seen my business go from zero to where it is now yeah. and it's a pretty it's doing well i'm not yeah. gonna lie like it's, yeah. it's doing very well at no point even during covid did you say hey guys just here's a little
1: support or mm. you know what here's Here's a little buffer for you because we can see and we want to continue. Oh, no, oh, no. I've I've changed I think in the last year I've changed like four banks. And then before I go in, I go in like when make a scene and just tell them that you know what? I'm taking my money, I'm putting <laughs> my money under my pillow, give me my money. And <laughs> yeah. I take it out and I leave like fifteen cities and I can just manage with it. I do that all the time because it's to be honest, like it's really it's really suffocating and annoying that you save a bank for so long yeah. and you need, like, a, a small amount of money yeah. that you can get in, like, three months. But you need it now. Yep, yeah, because cash And they're not willing to give it to you. No. So, Jay, hey, sign on to this woman. What? Mm. to Sign on to this. No, we are not signing on and to this so we are not market women. Because
0: sometimes they gear the products for, like, market women who have daily cash flow in a way that is different to, like, that mid-level businesswoman who's doing, okay, in three months I'll give it to you, or in a month even, or two months I'll give it to you. Yeah, it's crazy. I always ask, and I mean, you've given me a few stories, so I feel like... (laughs) We may have satisfied this question, but okay. I normally ask people to give me, what's your one only in Ghana or like only in Africa kind of moment that you've had where you're just like, Ugh, only in this country, like only, or even positively, you're just like only in this kind of, and it can be positive or negative, mm. only in this part of the world would this kind of thing happen.
1: Last week, someone came to buy watching And <laughs> So, and it happens, like, a lot of times people think that when you make stew and shito with oil, like, if the oil's on top, if you took the stew from under, it took the stew, the shito from under the pot, that one under the pot doesn't have oil. That's what people think. Mm-hmm. So, if someone buys food, they'll say, my I need not me. In, me oil, no, like, they want the one under. They forget that the whole thing is <laughs> made from... So this woman comes to buy food and she's like, oh, I don't want the oil. You, okay, you know what? Take a tissue, put it on the watch here, and then put the the stew on top. Because in her mind, the tissue will soak out the oil for the stew. <laughs> and I couldn't help it; like, I was just... I had to laugh. Like, it was insane. I was like, what? She said, uh, okay, but that's 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 a wow that is that's a
0: real Ghana moment like it's even taking me a bit of time to understand that yes yes thoughts process yes that's the thought process wow
1: yeah wow yeah cool well that's what
0: we are dealing with (laughs) (laughs) i'll ask next time i don't want tissue on watching yeah
1: it's a
0: good one (laughs) this has been so good i'm so glad we Captured an episode. Thank you for your time and Thank you, this Kim. is great.
1: Um, all the best with your podcast. <laughs> Thanks. And I'll see you soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.